Hello, hello. My name is Rob. This is the Earwax Podcast. This is the Wax Blockchain Discussions in your ear. Getting into it today, jumping right in, talking about Clash Dome, talking about the overall Wax ecosystem, and understanding and seeing where we're at with the whole broad scale of all of crypto and where Wax fits in, and also some of the projects within the Wax blockchain that I love that I think help run this entire ecosystem and help accentuate it and make it even that much better than a lot of the, a lot of other ecosystems and crypto and where they're trying to go, where Wax is actually already at. Kind of exciting. And I'm going to go through ballers, my discussion, my thoughts there for NFT Top Shot, jumping into the NFT Top Shot and flow at the very end of the podcast, jumping into my thoughts on Roham's uh, discussions on exclusive clubs and um, some of his plans for Top Shot in the future. Um, I always want to cover some of the biggest platforms. I think Top Shot is kind of setting the bar um, for a lot of things. Uh, they're the ones that kind of helped boom this entire thing. So a lot of the users are going to be with Top Shot. And very slowly are they coming into other blockchain projects. So it's very important for other projects and other just everybody in crypto to pay attention to Top Shot, what they're doing, uh, because a lot of the users may come from there. Um, just a word of advice there. Uh, word of advice, at least that's just what I'm seeing. So jumping right into Wax, we're talking Clash Dome first. So first off, a little insight here. Don't take this as financial advice at all. Uh, I made some moves on Clash Dome. Um, just for one simple fact. So if you're listening to this, you're on the Wax blockchain, you're familiar with prices just completely booming and going crazy. Things that, gosh, I sold a farming tails thing for nine wax just a couple weeks back that's now worth like 600 or 2000 or something dumb, <laughs> right? Everybody knows what that's like on wax. Um, Anders from any observation on Twitter says it all the time and I totally agree. I say it all the time, is that Wax is the only space where you drop a pack and it literally four, five, six, ten X's immediately. There's no other platform that I've seen that that happens, and you can't even see it that quickly because there's not very many marketplaces like Atomic Hub or Nefty Blocks that do it that well. So it's bonkers. But uh, let's talk about Clash Dome and what I, I think there. So overall, what they've said publicly, if you're watching their mediums and you're reading all their official um, everything out there, it basically said that you need one little guy uh, called a citizen and Clash Dome, if you don't know, it's basically a kind of a pay to earn type of scenario where you basically are playing kind of like a Candy Crush type game or some strategy tower defense type games, which are awesome. I love them. There's so much. The tower defense one is awesome. <laughs> it's dynamic and it's pretty hard, but it actually is a lot of fun. Anyway, by playing these games, you can try to win a tournament or win a little duel and try to beat somebody and win a little portion of wax. And Clash Dome keeps a little bit of that wax. That's how they kind of stay afloat from what I can see and also secondary market sales, which they're getting into for on NFTs. And they also introduce land. I'm sure they'll introduce land for other games. So basically it's just giving people um, a way to generate their in-game currency by owning land in perpetuity. So owning land in this, uh, the one game they have out right now called Tower Siege, I believe is the name. Um, every time somebody kind of kills a little orc on that game and tons of orcs are slaughtered, you get a percentage of the pool of what's killed and it gets generated into this token called Ludio. Anyway, uh, probably lost half of you so far, but the thing and the real tip that I found, and I'm definitely going to give all my best tips that I see, not financial advice. Um, I bought a ton of these little amino tanks. Now, what are they? Well, they did state originally, 
Um, and it's still officially stated, so I can't quote anything else uh, except for what I saw on Telegram the other night, is that you could just stake one of these little citizens to your account and you were going to get benefits and you'll be able to play for free in a new mode they're having coming out called Grinders. Um, basically, it's grinding for crypto or grinding by playing a lot to get some sort of token um, by playing a lot. And I think that's going to be one of the real big first games on Wax where you can kind of grind it out, play all day, and make some money, kind of like Galactic 123, right? You can grind it out all day and make some money if you would like just by clicking and being there 24 hours. You can make money by grinding it out. I think Clash Show may be a little more lucrative, uh, but here's the, here's the news that I've been alluding to, is that basically what I confirmed on Twitter, on, uh, sorry, in, on Telegram uh, with one of the mods, is that you can actually stake these little citizen guys for more currency in-game. And you can stake as many as you want. And oh, by the way, they'll be dropping packs of this token to every holder of the actual citizens. So what happens is you get these little tanks, you customize your character, and then you're staking it to your account. I didn't know that before. Either I missed it or it hasn't been released yet. I've read every Medium article. I haven't seen it. Looks like they may release to the public a little more or maybe a little more broad to say, hey, guess what? By owning these things, you're going to get this little in-game token that you can use to make your character better, blah, blah, blah. And that sort of thing that I've seen in the Wax blockchain and this current status of play-to-earn games, which is a lot of point-and-click, makes things literally go on fire. So I didn't buy a lot. I bought like 10 of the little basic ones and like four of the medium grade and four of the, the really upgraded ones. But gosh, they're literally below the mint price. So for me, it kind of seems like a no-brainer just to kind of spam click this. But uh, I may go spam click a couple more <laughs> um, just as I see the floor kind of dropping. But um, I just think, just my personal thoughts, that if that's the case, if they're going to allow staking of these things, and the assets are literally below the minting price. I was buying them for $20 last night, and they literally are $40 for, for a minting price of these things. How is that possible? Uh, especially with the games being been being created for the past year um, they they were around with the actual functioning wax game before i even got here uh in like february january kind of early last year looking at wax and um yeah they're now coming out with more games and uh, it's going to be awesome anyway that's enough of a rant on clash dome that's my current little get into so i've definitely got into that one um uh, should be fun looking forward to that Number next, talk about the ecosystem of Wax. So for me, uh, I've kind of always been just put, buy one of each asset and just hope it kind of does well. Maybe I'll flip it. But more recently, I've been, been getting a little bit more bullish on getting into projects a little more heavily. And some of those ones I really like are the ecosystem projects, the ones that actually really help the ecosystem. What's one of them? Atomic Hub. Number one, helps the ecosystem. If there was a coin, I would frickin' buy it immediately. <laughs> Actually, on Alcor uh, Twitter, I asked back in February if there's a token I could invest in Alcor. Because I noticed that Alcor is one of the biggest portions, the really biggest um, uh, DEX, decentralized exchange, that really helps run the WAX blockchain. Every token that's created by the games on WAX have to go through Alcor pretty much. Right. And there's and some projects have their own in-game 
um, market systems, right? Which is great. Farmer's world, all that stuff. Um, uh, Wax Arena has its own little in-game marketplace. And a lot of them are developing them more and more, taking the power away from the decentralized exchange. But the exchange is where you can sell and make money. So that's why, and people buy NFTs so they can generate tokens and then sell it for money if they want or play the game if they want, right? Anyway, one of those other ones is Blue Deck. Blue Deck, in my opinion, is another way to make the system that much better um, by being able to let projects stake their NFT and generate uh, this token called Blue or any token they want. Pretty freaking awesome. I'm pretty sure Blue will be the catalyst for that. And in my opinion, Blue is kind of a little low. Not that I'm buying a lot of Blue, just my personal... Um, documentation of this process not financial advice i have to always say but um just because i don't want people to just take my words and be like oh my god you said to do this i did not i'm just documenting my damn process anyway as far as um blue Dack is concerned i mean i'm personally just buying nfts that generate a currency staking the blue that i'm already earning and throwing it back into the system because for me personally i just think blue is super early and I think if Blue is looking to do kind of what Taco App has done and just be there for every project and help every project, help create more liquidity for every project. And Blue is really helping do that. Despite what people think of the Blue project, you see a lot of comments on is Blue a rug pull? And then you also see the Stonkers Blue things jump up in price by about 4X from the original sale. So there's definite confidence in it, but not a lot of people are really touting that. So me personally, I think it's just a part of the ecosystem. It just needs a couple more months to kind of get its legs because, oh, by the way, it started literally like a month ago. So I think people are being a little harsh. Um, and oh, by the way, from my own calculations, they threw around $65,000 out to the community so they could basically start the wax blue pool. 60, uh, at the time of calculation, I think it was around $65,000 worth of wax in the wax pool to start the blue wax pool. Like how do they actually get wax, or how do they get um, blue out there? They have to make a pair so you can buy blue against wax. And that's what they did. So kind of interesting. Um, that's most of the things on wax. And I think uh, the other thing, just looking at other projects and other crypto uh, craziness with like Ethereum, my buddy, I don't know if I can buy his project because I literally have no Ethereum. And my wax is kind of locked up at this current moment. But like the, the, the mint is 0 0.02, but the gas is literally 0 0.03. <laughs> like it costs more gas to mint on that blockchain. Like if I was the project there, I would literally say, okay, if you want to buy one, here's the personal, personal um, uh, wallet you could send to. You don't need to pay a gas fee, and I'm going to mint your NFT over here. We're going to move it over somewhere else because, goddamn, you're literally asking your people to have so much faith in you to have double the mint price and hope everybody's going to get there. I just don't get it. Um, I don't get it at all. Anyway, um, looking at wax and this whole thing, I'm looking at, at uh, analytics, looking into the most top discussed whack or the top discussed blockchains currently as i'm losing my train of thought walking around this tree because i saw ants i'm terrified of ants there's so many of them but looking on twitter um the twitter polls literally wax isn't even on the top 30 cryptos being discussed 
Wax is doing so many revolutionary things, it's bonkers that nobody's talking about it. I get it. It's a little quirky, but once somebody gets into it and sinks their teeth into it, they're addicted. One of my buddies works as a high level up in USC. Guess what? He got into Wax, and he's like, oh, shit, I can just click this button and make money? Yes, you can. Now, do you, does he want to? No, but he understands the power that other people might want to, and it could change their lives by just earning a couple extra bucks a day. Kind of nuts. So he sees the power of it. Um, he's getting into it slowly. But I think that's once you kind of show people what it is and what it's all about, um, it actually does make a lot of sense. Being able to take the power out of huge video game companies and actually putting it back to the players and having a win-win-win society is kind of what it's all about, um, right? I could be pretty ignorant at this current moment at age 39, but um, we'll see. Uh, time will tell. All right, jumping right into Top Shot. It for wax at this current moment. But um, yeah, Top Shot has a lot of fun stuff going on. Ballers, number one. My gosh. I think Ballers, even though there's been some FUD, there's been a ton of hype. And some people kind of shooting it down. I think Ballers is going to be freaking awesome. I can probably see the floor settling. Me personally, not that I'm buying it anymore. Um, settling around like $1,000 per baller. I think that could happen. I just think the, the ballers for flow and everything is really easy to get behind. And it's a really easy way to kind of showcase NBA Top Shot also. Um, it was made and created by a guy named Curdy. Um, I think he's one of the creators. I'm not exactly sure his role, but he did Nefty Drops. He's done, uh, he did the revolutionary little dust mining on... Um, Wax and Telegram, this guy's been all over the place. So I can see him really crushing it um, for the Ballers group uh, because he's been involved with a lot of stuff. I talked to one of his associates, his associates he works with, and he says, Curdy's a good dude. So yes, I'm behind Ballers. If he's there, I think I'm kind of there too, which leads me to discuss and just at least mention, always bet on the person, not really the project without knowing about the person, right? I uh, look case in point and i'll get right into the office hours in a second is zane zane from gary v's team he was one of the community dudes for instagram uh helped kind of feel the the responses were tea with gary v zane put out a project i trust zane because zane is a good dude and he seems to have cut his teeth in the real world gone to the gary v world which is a drastically different world and come out as a good human being and i trust my money with the him and I'm basically betting on him to do well in the space. And I think he will. Why? Because he goes to all the networking events. He's always talking about NFTs. He thinks he's an, he's an artist and he's been a good guy to me and I wanna give back to him. And the way I can do that is by buying his NFT. So I did. And it cost me a lot of gas, but it's worth it because I wanna support him, right? Hopefully it goes well for him and I'll be there to help him in any way, shape or form because I love him as a creator and I can support him. Freaking awesome. I don't need to go through a credit card and all this other BS. Straight crypto. He can do whatever the heck he wants. How it's going to work in taxes at the end of the day, no clue. But anyway, big, big, big segues. But getting into Rohan's Q&A in the Nine Lives Lounge and also outside the Nine Lives Lounge, it was all published. You can find it pretty openly on, I believe, just in the uh, announcements on Top Shot. Oh, by the way, Top Shot pack drop. Booyah. 10 packs. I hope it's freaking changed this time. Hope it's like two so more people get some packs because goddamn that 10 pack thing was a freaking fail. Uh, absolutely. And oh, by the way, the Nine Lives Lounge kind of been sucking lately. Not a lot there. 
And um, some of the questions in this Roham thing, uh, Q&A was like, how do, you, how do we kind of pump up or like make Nine Lives Lounge the place it really is? Well, they talked about merch, getting merch. The Nine Lives Lounge, and I got more confidence than I did yesterday, I talked about in the podcast, the Nine Lives Lounge, Nine Lives Lounge, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of the exclusive club for Top Shot. It's pretty expensive to get in at this point, but he wants it to be like the coolest spot, um, getting exclusive access to things in games. Or he mentioned the merchandise would come out that you could use, right? Uh, that you could have as being a part of it. And there's only a certain amount of members. So it's kind of an exclusive club, pretty neat. Um, also mentioned there'll probably be more things coming through with that. And guess what? NFL. NFL access will come first to um, to the Nine Lives Lounge members. So just with that, I think you're going to get some celebrities there. I think people that want first access to NFL, basically Dapper Labs NFL project, they're going to have to get into the Nine Lives Lounge. They're going to need to buy that LaMelo ball for $5,000, which is nothing, by the way. For some for celebrities or a lot of the guys that are buying board API clubs, what is five thousand dollars to them? Not counting pennies, but probably not that much. So even though it costs like eight k to get in with all the other assets you have to purchase, um, quite bonkers, uh, quite 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 bonkers. Anyway, all sorts of different things around sets going down with Top Shot, and I'm definitely getting more into Top Shot just as much as I'm getting into Wax because Top Shot I see even though Top Shot I'm a little more passive. Um, I still see everybody that owns something in S1 and S2 probably in a good spot. Uh, they have lots of things they need to do to improve, but I think they are going to get it. Uh, they did talk about sets, and they need to figure out. There's basically a ton. They have a ton of work to do. They've he've made a lot of good suggestions, uh, a lot of good suggestions by the community. He's basically talking about sets being very premier and exclusive benefits to people with sets. So that'll be kind of interesting. Uh, kind of like Nine Lives Lounge. And it also will depend on when you owned the set, because they have those analytics. When did you complete that set? And um, there's actually a suggestion of when you're completing a set, having different sets you can complete. If you're completing the Lakers set, a common and maybe a rare set, maybe there's different rewards, right? Um, that's some of the things they're working on. One of the biggest things that the community was mentioning was like, what is the biggest thing that uh, will help uh, adoptability in the masses well it's mobile and Roham basically mentioned mobile's pretty far out uh, so that's unfortunate um, it did talk about are they concerned which I mentioned yesterday about money leaving the platform with La Liga which I believe is a soccer platform uh, in NFL he says he's not concerned because it's the biggest boost is a network effect meaning that uh, it'll be across the whole ecosystem. Uh, I don't know if I fully believe that. I still think money will come out of Top Shot, uh, but we'll see. Uh, he's also looking into what if you have a CS score of un above like 35K, kind of some exclusive pack access there. Probably will be doing something, just not really announced. So basically just a lot of pol political discussions here. Um, but yeah, a lot of political discussions. Other things he mentioned is just talking about um, different CS boosts as opposed to just having spending $5,000. Um, having different CS boosts based on different moments, they'll definitely be coming out with more. They just need to plan it. Uh, da, 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 what else did they mention? <laughs> Kobe and MJ run it back. Yeah, he can't answer that question. 
That would be epic if that happened. I think every moment would go for over a grand for sure. Kind of like the uh, Disney thing that happened on Vive. That thing has spiked out quite a bit. Um, he's also looking into to run the numbers so Nine Lives Lounge can come visit and do a basically courtside viewing with Nine Lives Lounge members. Like every person that owns it at a certain time would get courtside tickets. Oh my God, that is definitely possible. Just map it out over the course of the next four years. You own at this point, you can, and you hold it, you get those tickets. Freaking amazing. Anyway, all sorts of good stuff coming from Top Shot. I just think it's a sleeping beast. I don't think it'll go like 5X, like this Clash Dome thing I think it could do, or I don't think it like Beast, Beast, uh, Planet, God, what the hell is the name? <laughs> so many things going on. It's freaking insane. Beast Garden, if you watched the demo the other day, it's pretty awesome. Very, very in-depth. Um, the things that are more in-depth, I don't see them as booming as hard as something as simple as Farmer's World. Watching the volume on that on Alcor is bonkers. Thousands and thousands of wax just going in and out. I've never seen it before on wax before, but man, Farmer's World is doing it. Freaking bonkers. And um, yeah, that's it for today. 20 minutes, my lanta. Thanks for listening. Let me know if you have any other topics that I should cover or look into after staring at this for pretty much a year at this point. Um, yeah, this is a ton of fun for me. So appreciate the listen. Uh, this is the Earwax Podcast. Let me know if you have any questions for tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, we'll probably be going into more Galactic 1, 2, 3, uh, getting into the uplift a little more and uh, what we're seeing with them. All right, take care.